Welcome to Women Empower Active, an initiative started by UR Sportswear to empower women to find their own active adventure. I'm your host, Jacqueline Gross, and today we're doing a race report with Nicole Bush, national champion, going to be inducted into Michigan State Hall of Fame pretty soon here. So I'm Jerk. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about our most recent race that we had and we actually did together and, um, which was fun friendship race. And then when we we say together, it means Jackie was in the front. Nicole was like, I'm going to the back. And then we stayed there. Yes. In those respective spots. Yes. We both had different initiatives for this race. I wanted to try to take it out a little bit harder in the beginning and then I came and found it was shorter because it was shorter yeah I was doing a, a 25k we're both doing 25k but I've been doing 50ks and it was a shorter race so I wanted to take it out a little bit harder at the beginning because if I didn't if it didn't go well then I wouldn't have like a full 50k to suffer through it would be a 25k but then like have- the front, like as we're always adjusting <laughs> I realized the front of the race is like six miles is all uphill. So that was like the execution of that was going to be tough. So I instead kind of, well, I still like executed on that, but there was still a point where I was like, I'm going to run as fast as I walk here. So I'm going to walk and just like managing that part of the race. But like, as I kind of got to the, middle point of the race I did feel like I, I I went a little harder on the hills than I would have normally plus I didn't like you didn't have any like peak or anything so I was like heavy legs like already didn't feel like great when I started the race like a race I felt like it was like more of a workout yeah because we didn't we didn't taper you like we yeah I didn't I didn't plan on it but then when we talked about it because you were like wait what do you mean like <laughs> just do a normal thing? long run and yeah. your legs are gonna feel bad not bad, but like not fresh and like super ready for like a race effort. Right. And so taking you in on tired legs and then having you having the main objective be like to take some risks that like you aren't necessarily going to want to take during a, during a 50 K. Right. To, to see how you manage it and see what happens and just kind of like get another rep in, in a race environment. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it was like going through like, and it was like kind of a bigger race. And so it's always like mentally trying to deal with the fact that you're getting passed on the uphills every time. And <laughs> they're, they are not winning. Yeah. And they're, <laughs> yeah, people keep coming and I'm like, oh man, this is a really busy race. Cause I kept getting passed and passed and passed. And I was like, well, I'm going to try to get people. So that's what I became is like, once I hit the downhill, like trying to catch people again, And I also kind of made it a goal that after I started going on the downhills that I would run everything, including the hills at the end, instead of like kind of shifted my, my objective to that, Um, which ultimately I did catch a lot of people on the downhills. I did catch some women um, when I was running the hills at the end as well. Like, so ultimately it got me up 
further up in the race, but that was like, not my goal. My goal was like to keep running. Um, and I had like a pretty fun finish at the end with like us sprinting, both sprinting, which is really funny to sprint with somebody <laughs> 25k. So we were like within you were like 25k and then yeah. 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 So that miles was later. Yeah, exactly. It's really cool. Um that's when that's when it gets fun. But yeah, so that was like kind of what I was like taking from it was just like um trying to stay positive in the first part of the race managing going through the boulder fields also i really wanted to round around mount st helens for like so long so i was like this is gonna be cool either way whatever happens Mm -hmm. um because that's where the race was i didn't say that part but yeah it was around mount st helens and so once i kind of just let it go and enjoyed it a little bit more i was like okay your legs don't feel great (laughs) stop thinking that was planned yeah. And that's, that was the plan. And then I was like, well, I can't go any faster here. I'm just going to really enjoy this part. Cause like the boulder fields are going to, it was be- really, and it was really pretty. And it was, really it was, pretty. yeah. We were worried it was going to be hot and we were going to be very exposed and that it was like not hot and it was like mystical and mm-hmm. it was misty and magical and like, yes. Pacific North Northwesty. Yes. And so it was just, pretty anyway yeah <laughs> you got to enjoy that is my point yes so, so what you were enjoying yes and then um so anyways like I speaking of we thought it was gonna be hot I brought a bunch of water more water than I knew like I brought two liters which I know better than to bring two liters I know I wouldn't have needed that much water hey, but got some weight training in there some yeah exactly. I know <laughs> Yeah, maybe my next objective is going to be do a 50k where I actually utilize the aid stations. Um, that would probably be a good goal for me. Uh, there's lots of things. Yeah, there's the goals. Yeah. There's lots of things you can choose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I guess like how was the how was the race for you? <laughs> um, fine. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be fit enough to like really go for it so it's basically just like go to the back because that's the appropriate place for me so I don't have a lot of practice at this stuff anyways like being on the trails yeah climbing this much um which I can just say that I'm so excited that we get to race together too it was just fun you know yeah super fun it was awesome just I mean how often as like adults do you really get to like do the same (laughs) nerdy running things with your friends yeah, exactly. Um, and I definitely, when I was out there, I was like, I bet Jackie's done now. <laughs> I have like five more miles. Um, but yeah, around, like the climb was rough. I got passed by a lot of people, but I, I mean, I assumed that would happen. Yeah. Um, which like, that is part, one of the things too, is like very humbling being like, used to win things on the track and being like, okay. They're going to be very far back. You're not fit, but you signed up anyways, knowing that might happen, knowing that that would probably happen. Um, and one like get to be out and doing Mount St. Being at Mount St. Helens in some capacity without it, without being alone, having aid stations, like going to a new place and just having there be other people there is great. Where it's like the next race that we do will be like, same thing. Like mm-hmm. you're just kind of like supported doing, doing a different thing. And 
I felt like, <laughs> like I'm going to lean into this talent that I have with running um, and know that like, I'll be able to run a good portion of it and it will be fine. Like, but definitely around 12 and a half miles, like my legs were just done. Cause I haven't done anything that long. <laughs> like I, I'm not like doing like running workouts. I'm very unprepared and I don't condone it. Like, <laughs> like I wouldn't tell anybody else to just like go do it unless they really wanted to. And they weren't going to be like out the back um, to where it's like not good for everybody else. Right. Uh, but then yeah, at 12 and a half miles, like <laughs> talent was taking me no further. Um, <laughs> And I had to like essentially walk the rest in, even though it was mostly downhill. My like tendons and ligaments were like, hey, we don't have this practice. We're done. So boring last couple miles because I just was like, ah, I could like my lungs can do this, my legs cannot do this. But mm-hmm. it was still great to be out there, knowing that I'm like in the middle of nowhere in the woods, but like literally people know I'm out there like you know I'm out there the other people that yeah. I knew were out there but yeah. also like they're checking everyone's numbers as you go by aid stations to make sure you are not just like stranded on so there's like those sort of yeah. safety nets yeah um but yeah I mean like what is it like the day after or like yeah. the day before I signed up for the same one as you and <laughs> sometime in September like yeah that's this one's all downhill so it should be okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one should be a fast one um that is the sisters 50k and 25k um i can't remember exactly it's in sisters oregon but yeah um also you had kind of an unfortunate experience at the beginning oh, of yeah. the theme of this is why are dudes why yeah. are dudes just yeah. <laughs> Full sentence. Why? Just, um, why? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. So we're like uh, 25k, 15 ish miles. Yeah. Um, less than 40 minutes in, I got mansplained about how I was hiking wrong. And uh, I was just like, really? I can't even. I'm in a trail race. And someone just like ran up on me, which isn't saying much because I was hiking at this point because it was just, you know, the first six miles were uphill. Yes. And some guy runs up on me and I thought I heard, Hey, can you give me some advice? So I was like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Sure. Yeah. And he started talking about my gate and I was like, okay, saying things. And I thought he was talking about his gate and what he was doing. Cause he was talking about like straighten your leg out. Like essentially what I heard back and was lock your knee out when you're hiking like lock your front like your leg lead leg I don't know what else to call it but I say lead leg because of my (laughs) because of all of the steeple chasing I used to do um so basically I heard lock your leg out so that you break a little bit and then you get like a half a second or a tiny bit of rest each time and I was like oh you're giving me advice (laughs) I'm proud of myself for like actually having something to say in the moment because usually you're just like bewildered by yourself yeah um and I definitely said it loud (laughs) like I hope other people heard me yeah because I was surprised I was like oh you're giving me advice and he's like yeah and I was like oh I'm good and (laughs) he the vibe that he had after that was kind of like are you sure 
Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know if he was actually like, are you sure? Yeah. But like, I'm sure he didn't expect me to say anything like that back to him. Right. And then somehow it had to like, because it can't just be left like that. And I can't remember if he continued the conversation or if I did. And I said something like, oh, well, I'm here from like the track. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's a rough transition from like the track to mountain running. And I was like, in my head, I was like, this isn't mountain running. This is trail running. Yeah, it's a difference. Like, we're not like, this isn't, uh, we don't need to go into the difference between the two. But like, yeah. <laughs> and, but what I said was like, yeah, it is a difficult transition. That's why I'm back here. Yeah. Like, can we emphasize, we're both in the back of the race. And a guy ran up on me, told me I was hiking the wrong way. I was like, even if, I'm sorry, even if somehow you are right and you do know in the back of the race, dude, who just comes up to people and explains how to hike to them. Like, I guess he asked, uh, but if I had heard him correctly, I would have just said no. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want your advice. Um, There's not many things that you really ever should lack your knees out for. Like in life in general. Yeah. Um, Unless you want to pass. And then. Yeah. And then some other like yada, yada, yada things like went through. Like either way, even if somehow you are right. I'm not. I'm sorry. That's not what I'm going to be doing when I hike or do anything athletic. Um, And yeah, then he like hiked away with his straight knees. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then I passed him later on the downhill he was like walking the downhills and i was like ha, ha, ha. yeah walk the downhills you're doing it wrong uh, <laughs> and he he did pass me back later when i had to like start walking it in and i was like i knew he was gonna come up and i was like i had decided like i'm not gonna like ruin my time like my my good time yeah even though i'm bored because i'm walking like just to like not get beat by this dude because if i was fit like i wouldn't have to be having this conversation with him in the first place right um and then yeah when you when he passed me he was like how you doing and I was just like I'm good thanks how are you like I'm not oh oh I'm walking because I don't have my knees straight um, <laughs> and then like fake small talk whatever and then when he like hiked or ran away from me he said something like oh two miles left I was like i I have a watch on. Do you th- I know. Yeah. I know how long the race is. I fi- like I signed up for it. Yeah. I got a GPS watch. I know the same way that you know how much time it was. Yeah. So it's just like, just let me be out on the trails and stop talking to me. To like, me, I know. So <laughs> nice and sweet. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just trying to help. Just yeah. trying to help. Like I think about like his version of the story, which we'll obviously never know. And like, yeah. I'm not going to be generous towards him, but like, I'm sure I'm not sure. But the, I assume that, like, he told this story to other people, like, oh, I was just trying to help her. Just trying to give her advice. And she was yeah. like, no, I'm good. Like, I shouldn't have to think about that shit while I'm trying to be, like, out in nature having fun. Right, yeah. Just let me, just let me do bad on my hike. Yeah. <laughs> just let me. I just want to, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, like- my legs aren't firing correctly because, not because I'm not walking on East Street. <laughs> yeah. But because I'm not physically prepared for this nothing to do with your advice 
yeah and like who's trying to perfect that anyways like i don't know we're in the back of the race yeah (laughs) there's so many other things (sighs) yes that's very you have to feel these feelings i don't well and then you think about it like now you're thinking about it you know what i mean like you're thinking about it the hunter. yeah i definitely had to go like into my brain and be like think about it only so much as we're like or try my best to keep it where it's funny yes yeah yeah and not be like mad so like this guy completely negatively defines my my trail run right right yeah like obviously i'm still like very annoyed but it is at this point it's not just him it's like everyone who's acted like this towards towards us towards me like yeah things that are so familiar yep because they happen all the time. Just like oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired of this. Uh, yeah. And then I know it's like the the guy that runs just a little bit faster than you, so that you can't pass him on trail race because you're like single file or running. Like block the trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another one. One of those things. Um. So we did talk about like the fact that you're going to have another race coming up. We're both going to have one. Um, what's your, what are your goals? Um, don't fully have them. Um, which is very funny to be like, my goals are very open and fluid because I'm not fit enough, but I want to still do these things. Yeah. And I'm like, it's downhill. Like it's net downhill, but it's downhill. Yeah, it's like it's not just like net downhill. It's like it's fifteen hundred feet of downhill. Downhill, yeah. Like it's a point to point. Yeah. Like it's not like there's downhill and then you have to go back up. Like nope, they shuttle you there and then you go down. Oh, yep. Um, I want to get in a couple of runs where like I'm uh, <laughs> just giving my my tendons and ligaments and the rest of my body just some chance to adapt adaptation to adapt (laughs) to to adapt to the downhill stuff yeah um and just an accent (laughs) yeah (laughs) i got my shoes in a bag (laughs) and uh i can't think of what else has a strong accent when i say it um (laughs) a strong a a uh yeah just do more if i if my legs give out it 12 and a half miles I only have like a half mile left yeah um and there won't be was it like 3,000 feet of climbing over the first yeah it was like I remember we it was deceiving we thought we would climb for three miles yeah I, and then it was really six yeah I think it's just because it was like very dramatic the first three yes and then less dramatic the second three to where it looked flat within the parameters of like the elevation drawing yeah um so i won't have that i won't have six miles i won't have 10k of climbing beforehand totally um so mostly it's around like and it sounds funny but like i'm a coach and i have no goals for this race and i'm not fit enough here's my great ideas (laughs) but mostly i'm working on really kind of figuring out where running and movement fit in to my life like post 
professional running mm-hmm. burnout. It's been since 2016. I've been thinking about this stuff for a while. There's a lot of anxiety that I'm trying to like work through, find what my relationship with running looks like going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to be able to like come back and do races like this and like not have to walk the downhill because I'm tired and like actually like run hard the whole time, have it be a different challenge, not just a challenge to do it, but like to do it and then also build off that. But yeah, mostly the goal for me will be what comes before that race of like the ways that I decide to move and like work on my endurance leading up to it. And that mm-hmm. will, that will look like biking, hopefully some swimming or aqua jogging, running, doing some downhill stuff so that I have that mm-hmm. like in my pocket, but yeah, it's mostly just go do it and mm-hmm. do movement before then. The very non-concrete, very like abstract out there goals. Basically I, I accomplished all the goals anyways. <laughs> <laughs> there's not like really a way to not accomplish the goal because mm-hmm. it isn't actually performance-based, which is an entirely different way for me to look at stuff like this yep so that's mainly the exercise that i'm looking for in these sort of things and getting to go out on trails where it's supported people know you're out there like it's not just me like going on a trail run in the middle of nowhere by myself which is which is also fun but this is a different way to experience it and mm-hmm. hopefully i won't get mansplained too like 40 yeah. minutes into five hours of doing something but <laughs> But I get to go see pretty things. There will be yes. other people around. We're all like in it together. Um, so yeah, just experience mm-hmm. working on not having outcome goals. Because any outcome goal I set like would be useless, essentially. Yeah. Because I don't, whatever, the, I just don't see a point for myself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like where you are right now, there's probably no point in that. But yeah, it's just like do it. Yeah. and do things leading up to it go mm-hmm. find what like continue trying out to find out like what my flow is with exercise now mm-hmm. and running like I don't know if right now running every day of the week is my thing um yeah just putting other endurance and strength stuff in there yeah basically just doing it is the goal it doesn't matter how which is the opposite of what my pro career was not always, but, you know, there's always a, an end goal, trying to enjoy the process as much as possible, but really leaning into enjoying the process. Yeah. yeah. Circle back to this a bunch of times. I want to enjoy the process. There's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, that, that, that makes sense. I, I think, like, for my goal, I guess, like, we talked about it a little bit, and I'm not, like, doing workouts right now, which is something that I wanted to talk to you about, um, Mm -hmm. like what the reasoning for no workouts is. And then like, um, cause I truly want to know, I mean, not just on this podcast, but like, I want to know that what you're thinking about that. And then I can tell my goal. Yeah. Cause I feel like we purposely didn't talk about it a lot. Yeah. So that we talk about it here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a big part of it is you're going to be like, I hate this answer. Um, that you didn't seem to like, you weren't itching to work out. Yeah. Because usually when there's an off period, there'll be a period of time where 
my athletes who've been working with me for a while will be like, all right, when can I start workouts? Yeah. And like that never quite happened. And you were more excited about putting races on the calendar. Yeah. In a, in a, in a good way. Not yeah. like I'm doing 50 K's back to back to back. Like, yeah. Kind of like, here's a shorter race that you can use as like a training. Like that was a workout. That so was speak. a workout. Yeah. Um, And then based how you felt on that being like, if the next run you're doing the next long 50 K you're doing is in about a month. Mm-hmm. Um, One, there's no point to, to me. And based on what you've been doing, to like add stuff in to just kind of have this be like you're racing off of like a very basic a very basic base yeah that like you haven't been able to do in a while like you've been healthy you've been getting volume in yeah you felt strong in a race um my injury is better yeah and that stuff hasn't been popping up because there's also like the possibility that like if we had ramped up that might have like reared up again Mm -hmm. and we won't know but because mostly because like you didn't bring it up because you always typically you are like workouts 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 and since you kind of didn't even realize you weren't doing workouts yeah that told me like you might have had questions about it but it didn't come to a head until after you raced yeah that kind of tells me that you might have needed that break Mm -hmm. and I think you'll be you're still learning how to race this far yeah and like I think you'll be doing these for a long time mm-hmm. and so being like let's do ones where they're not perfect and I feel like that's a theme for your training overall is like letting things not be perfect so that you can grow in mm-hmm. different areas um and so like we can do some like smaller workouts if you want to like leading up to the next race but that would just be like easy workouts that keep you in sync like nothing super grinding because i just want to see how you feel not having all of that in your legs yeah. and not having all like you thinking about because i feel like some of the reason you didn't ask for workouts was like you're mentally exhausted mm-hmm. or i don't want to be like you're exhausted but like it seems like you've been enjoying what you've been doing and it's been like the right amount of work mm-hmm. yeah um and yeah so i'm like i think we just keep doing what we've been doing which mm-hmm. is no workouts which i'm sure like that would be something where people are like and i can see you're doing it even now too you're like what do you mean no workouts you know <laughs> like <laughs> um because it just like it'll put you in another in another position to have to learn during the 50k yeah um and yeah, so that's the very simple explanation behind it, because um, mm-hmm. there's more than one way to do all of these things, right? And I just kind of want to see what happens, like what you now, like I hope it all blows up. I want to see what happens. Just like <laughs> I, I just want to see how you handle it. Um, not doing a bunch of workouts, like being being. I see it as like you're relaxed more so than you have been. Yeah. Um. And getting to enjoy that. And that's, go ahead. Do you have something to, say, to add to that? Uh, yeah, no, I definitely do feel like that's true. Like we've been like coming into this race that I just did and knowing that it was going to feel bad. Like I didn't feel like, yeah, I still had like, I want to do well always. Yeah. I want to compete always, but like, I still felt, I've felt more so that 
these are my own races than I have ever in yeah. my life, in my entire life. So, yeah. And as much as it's like unconventional, mm-hmm. it feels like what's right for you right now with your training. Yeah. And where you are mentally and like having it not be. Because, like, after the last race, after the um, Smith Rock. Yeah, Smith Rock. Yeah. um, That was probably, like, the most. I don't want to say, like, most keyed in you've been for a longer Mm -hmm. race. But, like, the most. The most open and keyed in. Mm -hmm. Where, like, there was one a couple years ago, like, in the winter. I can't remember the distance. And you're like, oh it's gonna rain or there's some snow no yeah and you were like maybe I shouldn't do it and I was like maybe you should yeah and like have to figure out what it's like when the footing isn't great because you're very focused on like running as fast as you could Mm -hmm. and if you couldn't run as fast as you could you were like "Mm, I don't want to do it yeah and so like this isn't like science-based it's just like Jackie and feelings-based about how you want to like grow and how I want to see you grow I think those things line up um and pushing you out of your comfort zone a lot Mm -hmm. thank you for letting me do that yeah (laughs) that was the main conversation after the last race it's like yeah look how much you've gotten out of your comfort zone and like look how it's going really well for you yeah like the race itself is going well the racing itself is going well and like you're having more fun Mm -hmm. training and doing the races and you're feeling good about it all yes instead of it being like a space where you're like beating yourself up all the time Mm -hmm. like the fact that you were not obsessed with like getting workouts started like a while ago is a huge deal to me yeah and it should be a huge deal to you yeah um yeah and then once you have like this you have this past race under your belt yeah and then this next one like you'll have a lot more information about what you specifically want to work on yeah because if if you're not if you're not super prepared in the ways that you're used to being prepared doing Mm -hmm. a lot of workouts like just because you did a lot of workouts before your other races doesn't mean you were like a plus prepared that's you felt like you you, yeah you felt like you were a plus prepared yeah but this next time when we do workouts and like ramp you up for a full 50k you will be like oh i am much more prepared i'm like a plus prepared for where i'm at now mm-hmm. um and so in a very wordy way of getting to the point of being like we're not doing workouts because you didn't you weren't itching to do it and i think that's great because that tells me you're you're relaxed about your training for the most part Mm -hmm. um and you're having fun with it and enjoying it in a way that you have never been able to Mm -hmm. and you'll learn a lot about where you're at and what you're thinking because this is uncharted territory for you yeah um at the next race because it'll likely be your fastest one just on the fact that it's a downhill Mm -hmm. um but it'll expose things for you. Like, I feel like you're ready to have those things exposed to you where before you might be like, no, I just have to be perfect. I don't know. I don't want to look. Um, yeah. Things will be exposed that you'll like, you'll for sure. When I'm like, what do you want to work on this training season? You'll be like this, 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 
Like you won't just kind of be like, oh, I think I want to work on this. Like, yeah, you'll have specifics mm-hmm. and you'll like let those specifics. You'll you'll know more what being a plus prepared really looks like. Right. For your next race. Does all that make sense outside of my head? Five minutes yeah, later. Yeah, I know exactly. No, it does. I I feel have like I still have like these ghosts of feelings of like I didn't try hard enough in that whatever X of like these bad feelings, but I'm more able to recenter, refocus, like and remember what I'm like valuing in like what the value is. And then the other thing I was going to say is like, I'm doing more races this year than I have in a long time and actually getting done with the races and being excited to race again. And I think that's very true where I really wasn't racing for a long time. And I realized it was because it probably wasn't, it was going to be a lot of stress to go into the race and I was going to feel bad about the outcome, but yes, you're exactly right. Like I've, actually feel like I want to get into the race and I'm really enjoying being there. Yeah. And so instead I, of being so like focused on the outcome, yep. even if it's like, Oh, well, I want to stay close to home and do the smaller race because I will probably win it. Mm-hmm. Being like, what if we don't do that? Yeah. What can you learn? And being yeah. like you being open to doing that. I'm always like, this is so fun. <laughs> yeah yeah um oh yeah I just found out that I could have gotten into the race that's really close by here but I uh, <laughs> no it's like well it's fine five hours it's a cooler it's a cooler race I already did the half for that one so it's not even a new experience yep. but um yeah I mean that the way that I'm looking at things and going into races is much different now and I'm I'm definitely seeing myself doing more and like wanting to potentially do even more than a 50k in the future I think it makes sense what you said about training for right now because I want to do it for a long time yeah and I want to be and I like for this next race I mean talking about my goals like I want to like utilize the aid stations because like eventually as I if I want to go up in distance like I can't carry everything like eventually need to figure out that part of it out and um that might be a good time to test it and Mm -hmm. like I I think if it's a downhill for most of it um the climb could be you know maybe give myself a little bit more confidence in my climbing ability um that would be another thing would just be to fo- not necessarily try to go faster, but just like be very aware of how the climb is going, like, and being a little bit more conscious of it. Um, and like, just not being an asshole to yourself. Yeah. 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 I don't need to tell myself I'm not good at it. Like I could just try to be better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or just try in general. Try. Yeah. yeah. Try period. Um. So yeah, I think that all makes sense. And that, and that's kind of like, I, I want to talk about one other thing or one other question I have for you, but I want to go and then I want to go into our conversation about the words of empowerment. Cause I think they're really important and kind of go along with this. But first question before we go into that is like, 
I wanted to ask you about orthotics um, Mm -hmm. and what, like just in your, in just in your experience. And I know Sarah kind of went through this where she was wearing them and then she worked on her foot strength and she wasn't wearing them. My issue is a little different. I have like, I actually have arthritis in my toe, which is Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Um, And I have like a bone spur, like on my toe joint, basically. And so anytime I flex my foot all the way, it hurts um, because it hits the bone spur, basically. And it's not like unbelievably painful. It's just painful. So if I do any harder workouts, Mm -hmm. like I usually like hit that bone. So my orthotics can't really help that. If I'm doing a harder workout, they can't like stop me from doing that because I have to flex my toe and do mm-hmm. hard runs. Like, but if I'm doing it's like the faster you're going, the more on your toes you're going to be. Exactly. More often. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you said that because it's, yeah, I think it's obvious. But yes, the faster you're going, the more you're on your toes and you're or closer more- to your, to- yeah, the more mobility yeah. and strength and like the more you're going to be testing that lever and using it, not yes. necessarily testing it, but using it. Which yes. I guess is a test. Anyway. <laughs> no, 100% agree. And then, but if I'm just like running around, I'm like heel striking more so because it's like my base runner, my easy paces. I'm not like running the same way. So in those instances, orthotics would actually be helpful because it's going to keep my toe from doing that full bend. Um, but I so it kind of gets like, it's not like if we, if it's relative, if we're using it relatively mm-hmm. when you're running faster, harder workouts, like it's being defining like overuse as like, once it starts to become painful, yeah. that's defining that as overuse. Like okay. it's not being overused if you're going slower, right? easier, relaxed pace. And mm-hmm. so you keep it from being overused if the definition for overuse is like when it starts hurting, Mm -hmm. like when you back off, which is another, like another thing that like, that's probably why you didn't, it didn't occur to you super strong to like ask about workouts because you probably, you, you felt better than you probably have in a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And more like reinforcement for me being like, yeah, I'm glad we didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be forever, but yes. I mean, unless I, even if I get surgery on it, I found out that, they oftentimes grow back. So I felt better. I felt better about it because I was like, Oh, I was kind of blaming myself. Cause I was like, Oh, I tied my spikes too tight when I did the 800 and like, that's what caused it. But it, I come to find out, I think it's just like, it happens to some people, some people it doesn't. There's, if you get it removed, it'll come back. So. Yeah. Well, and it's the, the vibe I get from my small sampling of the world yeah. of running stuff is like, it's not always easy to find like someone who will for sure do a great job with foot surgery so it's like yeah I don't want anybody if I can avoid it yeah yeah um so anyways I, I mean I it in my joint and I have like I talked to the uh doctor and she said like you don't have that much arthritis it's very minimal and the orthotics won't really help unless you're doing like an easier run and then they will help, um, or walking. They'll also like help with pain. Um, 
So I'm trying to decide if I want to continue to have orthotics or if I want to like just forego them because it's not that bad and it won't do that much. Mm -hmm. Um, And I could potentially work on finding some other shoes that might help the situation. I'm not sure. Um, And I just want to know what your thoughts were on. Yeah, definitely not an expert. Yeah. Oh, I can. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know this, but just like for everyone <laughs> not an expert yeah not trained in pt don't don't have any of that science background right for that sort of thing um my questions would be or like where to maybe start thinking about it questions for you to have questions for actual people who have answers experts and like health providers um of like is it worth it one is the orthotic good enough? Don't know what that means, but like, is the person who's making it understanding how you're going to be using it? Like, do they understand like the running stuff, the running space? And is it going to keep your foot or feet in the right place? How do I put the words together so they make sense outside of my head? Um, because you're getting, you're having a mobility issue with your big toe, right? which like is going to go up the chain and I don't fully know how arthritis works saying that is like, who knows where in the chain that came from. And so it's like, you want to have it, the orthotic stabilize what needs to be stabilized and help mobilize what needs to be mobilized yeah and i don't know what those things are (laughs) and and finding a person who can like actually answer those questions or help you understand what the the better question is for that yeah um, seems important Mm -hmm. and maybe it is good long term for you to have it in for rest days recovery runs easy days walking around um it might be worth learning more about like arthritis and what it will look like long term like what will happen two three five seven years from now with it um what are like pt things that you could be doing mobility things up the chain that you can like make stronger make sure they're working right um and things like that yeah that's very like general answer but yeah well no (laughs) it sounds like it does I mean it sounds like I should get them because it's going to do some good sometimes and then and find out what good it will do how much and when it's best to place that obviously that is a ton of moving parts yeah um and finding a person who really knows the answer to those questions because what you're doing walking is going to be different than what you're doing running right um yeah yeah um okay i will and maybe it is maybe it is something good to have just while you're running it, yeah. or while you're walking around like that i obviously don't know the things these are just the things that i would like see if you can get answers to and then make decisions from there yeah yeah hopefully with a good healthcare provider yeah i mean at least I've had two, I've gone to two um, podiatrists 
kind of just the eyes on your feet. Um, and one of them was making it sound way worse than it was. The other one was like more chill about it. Like you don't really need them, but they will help you sometimes is basically the gist of it. Yeah. If you're like, but when is that time and what is the benefit? Yeah. It's obviously orthotics aren't cheap and no, they're not. What other things could you be doing that could also help to go with it? Like when we, when like started convincing you that like your hip mobility and like those strengths is like yeah important and seeing like what that changed for you mm-hmm. and like what understanding that stuff like that is important like who can you see that also can like give you good information that way because maybe it's not like just an orthotic and do nothing maybe there's mobility that you can do I don't know what happens with or with like um arthritis in that way right um, or in many ways but <laughs> maybe there's other things that you can do too that also will help. And so maybe you can put two or three things together in one of those things being orthotics at the right time. Yeah. So I'll, I mean, I guess, yeah, I'll do some investigation further. Um, I'm kind of leaning on the side of like, why not try it because, or why not have it because it's going to do some good to the joint. Yeah. Um, but as you like work into them the right way and like, yeah ultimately like will it give you longevity if you do yeah well I have them now I have them now yeah, okay yeah I just so getting out of them would be like harder than keeping with them yeah I feel like there was more pain but like at this point I don't remember you know I just don't remember what yeah. the pain was and we're so good at forgetting pain so yep um that's why we sign up for more races the day exactly <laughs> right after I already forgot. Yeah, I forgot what it was, how terrible it was. Um, but terrible in a good way. Terrible in the best way, like you said. Terrible in the way that we're so used to doing that we like doing at this point. Yeah, exactly. Because we've been doing terrible in this way since we were like 12. Yeah, yep. It feels normal. That's our normal. It's fun and nice. Yeah. <laughs> Type two fun. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So the last so we are always end with women in power active. We add, we end with a words of empowerment. And I wanted to talk about a specific thing that was empowering me that I feel like you knew for a very long time. And I'm just kind of growing to growing to know, which is like the definition of what trying hard means. And I think a lot of times it's easier to define it define it as something physically hard so we do but that's not necessarily the definition and I feel like when we were we kind of talked about this and and you had realized it when you were like much younger than um I think it was in in college or did you realize this in high school what trying hard meant oh I don't know I think I need you to say more of your thoughts so I can Okay. Fully understand. So we were talking about this, like at the end of, um, I think at the end of the race, uh, and it was like after the race. Yeah. I think it was after the race we were talking about this and we were talking about how, when you give your all in a race, it's that you're executing everything correctly 
not that you're going out and like racing as fast as you can in the first 30 seconds. It's being willing to endure and push yourselves in the yourself in the right ways. Um, and even like, even that same thing would be like in practice, for example, because this might be a little bit easier to understand is like, okay, I have to run these five, eight hundreds at threshold pace. Yeah. Like truly pacing yourself. Right. Yeah. Not, not, not saying, oh, there's eight hundreds. I can run eight hundreds at this pace. No, no, no. If it's at threshold pace, hitting those paces perfectly, we don't letting, letting go of that little ego that's saying like, oh, you should run these harder and actually executing what that prescription is. And realizing where you are too. Like if you want to run with this group ahead of you, like, no, that's not where I am because I'm not, I'm not all like, sure you can do that workout, but that doesn't mean that's you trying harder in the right way. Right. Exactly. It's a, it's a very hard concept to like understand. And like for me too, because I, if doing something that seems worse, (laughs) you know, like sounds harder than that's the right thing to do. Like I want to run more miles because that will give me something, you know what I mean? Or I want to, um, I want to lift two hours a day because that's hard. That's the harder choice. And that's not the harder choice. The harder choice is actually figuring out what you need to do to be able to execute. Like what's actually appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So like in saying that, like, when, when did you realize this? Cause I'm realizing it like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> um, for sure. Sometime in college, at least if not yeah. earlier, but yeah. like being more conscious of it. Cause I was around more people who are working out and being like, the first example that comes to mind is like, when, whenever I would ta- go into taper the last like couple weeks before a big race, um, and like it's a thing that's talked about on the internet all the time of like yeah. taper tantrums and like blah blah blah. I always, I mean, I'm not tapering for like long races, so I can understand how some of that could be different. But I always enjoyed like that last little bit of like, oh, I only have to do 40 minutes and some strides. That's nice. Where like the other thought of that is like, only 40 minutes. Like, I better like get a lot out of this 40 minutes, like, and run the strides really hard because like. I gotta be, I gotta do it harder. I gotta be tough. Yeah. Or instead it's just like, when else do I only have to do a 20 minute run? Yeah. Like I don't do a 20 minute run. It could be <laughs> great. It's going to feel good. Cause I only did 40 minutes yesterday. Like pretty cool. I'm yeah. thin. Uh, so probably oh roundish that sort of thing. And realizing yeah. that like, from that aspect, I was like very coachable. Like, tell me out of I'm doing threshold miles at 545. Like, all right, we'll do that. Because then the goal for me becomes to like do that and run it evenly. Mm-hmm. Not be like, well, it says 545, but I'm gonna do 540 because like I can do it. Like, yeah. Or I could save that energy for like really going to the well at the right time. Yeah. 
and that's like another thing of like that's why running is hard like it's always going to be my thing of like this is why running is hard not because it's this but because it's this like not because races are hard and like threshold repeats are hard but like pacing yourself and actually executing the workout in the way that it's meant to be done and not being like upset at yourself for doing it because you might might feel like you're letting yourself off the hook because you didn't run as hard as you could for all of them like that's one that's why running's hard mm-hmm. not because the physical act of running is hard it's all the other things around it that like if you want to get better at it you have to do even though they like oh cool i felt good that day so i ran harder but like yeah what if you felt good that day and you didn't run harder and you ran appropriately and then you got the fitness bump that you needed and then you had the mental energy to do the next race right i'm like you do better in a very long-winded way but (laughs) college the answer is college probably yeah maybe high school even but more consciously in college yeah and I I think that's true I think coachable is a good a good way to put it too it's just like that trust that it's like the right training for you and being able to follow what you're supposed to be doing but I think even more because I kind of like got that conceptually but like I think even too, when you're in a race and you're trying to like execute something, it's like, okay, I'm going to let this person go that's running this race with me because I know what I'm doing here. This is what I'm doing today. And I don't need to be next to them at the hills or whatever, you know, or like if you're running your own splits and the steeple like what you have to hit and whoever's in the race like who cares you know I mean like that's not that's not your concern and it and it's like people say that kind of thing like run your own race but like once you understand like what it actually means like pushing yourself like that truly is very difficult to execute and hit every single you know goal or um everything you've set up for yourself physically and mentally is difficult, you know, like running, um, I think like running out and going fast and like sticking with these five people at the head of the race, you know, it's really exciting and fun, but that's not the purpose of the race. The race is you got to be like actually ready to do that. Yes, unless you're actually and you don't just like will yourself to do it. There's like steps along the way. Like right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think of a race story too to like apply some of this. Is like yeah. Um it's always hard for me to tell these stories because I'm gonna look at this good thing I did because I was smart. <laughs> but like I was good at running for yeah. like this is why some of this went this way. Is I remember trying to qualify for the indoor national meet. At indoor indoor track in the 3k and going to a race in Iowa and when you really understand or at least at this point I was at least far enough into that understanding that I could do this and be like okay I can do this yeah is being like okay I'm gonna go out hard like it's hard to run a 3k it's hard to run any race but like the 3k indoor is hard because it's mm-hmm. like you're not running that much slower than you would for a mile if you're not very good at the mile um and then it's twice the distance yep and so if you understand that pacing 
then you can start having conversations that are like, this is the pace you're going to go out at and it's going to be hard, but like get in the mindset of having it be spending as little energy as possible for as long as possible running this pace and know that at some point it's really going to hurt. And so like, enjoy those first like three laps or those three first, like three quarters of a mile because it's going to be terrible later and you have to be ready for it instead of just being like go out hard and then mm-hmm. probably die because like yeah. that's a very hard way to, like you have to be ready to go out as hard as you're going out to like match that or run faster and so like i don't know if i was like a sophomore or my third year or something and being like all right i'm gonna go out in this pace and it's gonna i'm gonna try to have it feel as easy as it can because i understand this nuance of like it won't feel easy after around a mile and then you're really going to have to dig in even though it sucks instead of just going out hard and then dying or like just going out sort of and then being stressed early on even at the same pace and spending more emotional energy yeah and then when you're spending that emotional energy like that stress you're experiencing is going to take up physical energy because like your body has to process that so if you're stressed while you're doing it it's, it's harder so it's like learning how to relax early on pacing yourself and then being really able to do it I kind of lost the thread but I think the point is still there yeah 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 you're in your 3k um and holding on for that last bit I think that's like it's like approaching it with the mindset of you like you're not sugarcoating anything you know what you have to do and you're just trying to like and be ready for it like it's just like yeah. this is how it's going to feel this is what I'm going to do and yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to make it this far with as little minimal effort obviously there's a lot of effort yes. when you're trying to run that pace yes. for three quarters of a mile but like you're trying to like check out until it's ready to check in mm-hmm. and being like that moment is like when it really starts to hurt you have to check back in and yep. be very deliberate but mm-hmm. when you understand how to pace yourself in that way and like what trying hard really is like like then you can start exploring that really gray area Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but but also like giving yourself that opportunity to do so and that means yeah Yeah. don't overrun your workouts do the all the little things correctly like give yourself the best chance because you're filling up that performance bank for later like You're not like wasting all that emotional energy Mm -hmm. just to like feed your ego on that day. Cause ultimately like you're actually not running that fast that day you're doing that workout. Yeah. Like just because I like, if you're like running, making up a time, 624 threshold. Yeah. You're like, I bet I could run 615. What if you just save that? You just did 620s and then you could use that energy because you didn't go into an emotional hill. Like, what if you just did a, a workout where like you didn't have to feel like a negative feeling afterwards, like mm-hmm. either because you're like very fatigued, but if you're just like the right amount of fatigued and like you did the effort right and you were able to eat afterwards because you didn't get your stomach messed up from going yep. too hard and like you're able to sleep that night because you didn't go to the well. Yep. And you do the appropriate effort. And if you do the appropriate effort a bunch of times, then you go to the starting line with a lot of that good in your bank. Mm-hmm. instead of like 
maybe getting there on like nothing, like break even yep. or in the hole, which we've, we've all done. Yep. Some point in our lives. I hope people can understand that. Cause I just like, it's so essential. <laughs> it's so hard to explain. It's so hard to explain. And it's, but it's so true. Like, and, and like having been somebody and I'm still work, like, I'm still working on oh, this. Me too. Yeah. I, mean, I yeah. had to talk myself through it, through that race too. Like, yeah, I don't need to try to run with anyone yep. because I don't know what they're going to do. Like we're going to be out here for a while and I don't, they may be overrunning too already. Like, so yeah. it's just like, just cause you went out with this person. Cause you think that's like what you need to do. Like they might also just be overrunning. Right. And you both just got in over your head Yeah, for no reason. Cause you just thought that they knew more than you. Right. Well, maybe they didn't. They probably didn't know more about themselves. Who knows? Yeah. But that, yeah, that shouldn't, you shouldn't bank on that. Don't bank on yeah, or, that. Or if they more. knew, or if they knew totally what they were doing and you didn't, that still yeah. doesn't work. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's also, yeah, hopefully this makes sense to other people because we also like speak the same language to each other. So right. we know what yeah. we're saying. So we know. Yeah. Um, um, like, if you don't know, leave a comment and ask a yeah. question. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ask more questions. It yeah. And it, because it's so important. And if you get it, the sooner you get it, the better it'll be. Like, you'll just enjoy things more. So, because um, we should be enjoying it. Exactly. We're doing this because we love it. Yeah. Like, everyone, like, yeah, it was my job. Yes. And uh, like, I have some perspectives on that. It's for 14 other days. But like, regardless, you should be having fun, especially if you're doing it for free, essentially. Yeah. Like, if it's what you're spending your time on when you're not at work and you're not doing other things that you care about, you should be having fun. Like, exactly. Because you're not breaking a world record. And even the people breaking world records should be having fun. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why running is hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I think it makes sense. I think it does. If not, let us know. Yeah, let us know in the comments. Um, so, Nicole, do you have anything that you would like to plug or how people can find you if they want to follow you on your... Like not very yeah not very active on any of it right now uh you can <laughs> find me at nicole b bush gmail.com nope that's not right nicole b bush on instagram the b is just the sec- the, the first letter of my last name repeated it's not yeah. a middle initial or anything just nicole b bush um yeah i mean i'm not very active on social media right now the last time i talked about a podcast not doing anything with it right now yeah that's also not pluggable um eventually so yeah you can find me on instagram might not be a lot there (laughs) (laughs) uh you have a website question mark yes uh nicolebushmedia.com if you want me to help you set up a little website or some social consulting social media stuff you can follow me personally that's at jacqueline gross j-a-c-a-l-y-n-g-r-o-s-s I mostly take pictures of areas around Everett. You can follow UR Sportswear, that's the letter U, the letter R, Sportswear, on all social platforms. If you want to check out any of our products, you go to URSportswear.com.
ours.com. If you are listening to this and you'd like to watch the video version, you can check out UR Sportswear's YouTube channel. That's UR Space Sportswear. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, it was edited by me and produced by Jeremy Canaria. And we hopefully will do another one after our next race to tell you how that went. Um, and I, I just, I'm just really enjoying like racing. I know we already said this, but I'm really enjoying racing with you. And I think it's really fun to even, you know, after college and having known you for so long and then you lived in Colorado and then finally living closer. I just think it's really awesome to like come full circle and we're like racing with each other again. So I hope we continue to do it. Yeah. Maybe I'll get more in shape too for some of them. Yeah. <laughs> maybe next year yes <laughs> thank you so much for listening and thank you nicole for being here i always appreciate it um and this is now the end the end yeah the finish line the finish line <laughs>